Okay. All right, everybody ready to go? Recording is happening. Okay. Big rockets go now. All right. Hello, and welcome to Stasis Pod, the grand finale of the Transformers animated podcast. It's uh, it's been you know a pretty brief three seasons. I mean, this is this is only the forty second episode, and uh, we are already at the end. Yeah, the math on it is. Fast. Man. Yeah. Now I'm sad. I don't want it to be over. Well, yeah. don't don't cry because it's over. Just be glad that it happened. I guess. Yeah. Mo- most Transformer series, uh, barring the odd Japanese ones, you kind of always want another season. Yeah. Yeah. It's like they start really getting some steam, and then it's like, oh, it's over now. Sorry. And, and I mean, this, this is just such an interesting series, but it really happens in that strange sweet spot when it could really only have happened in between, um, the Unicorn, Unicron trilogy and the very live action movie inspired Transformers Prime. Yeah. I want a unicorn trilogy. <laughs> Starring Battle Unicorn. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, this, uh, this first aired May 23rd, 2009, uh, and was written by Marsha Griffin. I, I, who I have to imagine is the first woman to write the finale for a Transformer series. Quite possibly. Although she would not be the last, well, because she also, uh, co-wrote Predacons Rising, the finale of Transformers Prime. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Rebirth was David Wise. Wasn't Rebirth David Wise? I'm pretty sure it was, Probably. yes. And <laughs> was the script then recycled for Ninja Turtles? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, there, the, the, like the last lines Probably. where it's like, um, Galvatron and Scorponok bickering uh-huh. as their spaceship floats off into the di- distance. Oh, that is wow. like precisely like so Shredder and Krang. Yeah. Yes. No, Shredder, we need to get back to Dimension X. Curse you, you, you alien brain! You can't tell me what to do. Oh man, that that actually just makes me want more of G one than it was just Shredder and Krang. Yes. Well, Shredder and Krang dynamic. Who would be the Bebop and Rocksteady for the Transformers then? Uh, Rumble and Frenzy. Or I don't think um, they were that important in G or season three. Uh, I mean, I guess if you're doing like later guys, they could be like Snarler and Carnivac. Oh, Ooh. that'd work. Oh, that'd work too. One of them's already a pig. <sighs> yeah. But That's true. There, there was the guys who didn't get enough to do, run amok and run about. Oh yeah, that's yes. true. Or I guess uh, if you're talking like 1987 guys, maybe the, uh, the, oh, Duocons, uh, Battlestrap yes. and Flywheels. Oh yeah, that'd work. Galvatron, that jet is going to crash into that tank. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. You fucking moron. It's clearly not. No, they're going to combine into one robot. (sighs) I can't really do Frank Welker Galvatron. You sound like the monarch. (laughs) I mean, that's fair. Transformers!
Anyway, so uh, previously on Transformers Animated, uh, the Earth is about to get messed up by a trio of Lugnut Supremes, which is what they call a big Lugnut in France. <laughs> and you know, Speaking over there you can, like a, a, uh, you can get a Lugnut burger. with mayonnaise. Ooh, I like mayonnaise. <laughs> well, see you later. I'm moving to France. <laughs> so yeah, um, Ratchet pretty clearly figures out that the, you know Megatron used Starscream clone technology and he cloned Omega Supreme, and I guess he used like just spaceship parts to make these guys. You know, like you do. Surprisingly quickly. Yeah. Megatron seems to have a lot of resources that don't get explored on screen. Yeah. Well, at least with this one, we know, like, he's ripping off parts of the ship. Like, the money he uses to pay bounty hunters. (laughs) Well, I think that's on credit, because he's Megatron. I mean, he, you know, he's always gonna pay up, like, that's why, that's, Swindle knew that even if he's not, you know, in the flush right now, he's eventually gonna be back in the, uh, back in the green. Yes, Hmm. that's, that's fair. Or whatever color robot money is. You know robot money color. I mean, I guess it's, like, Energon is simultaneously their food, their currency, and, like, their internal bodily fluids. That yeah, seems to be the case. So I guess technically their money is pink. <laughs> yeah, well, no, it's pink. Energon is weird. Try not to think about it too hard. Well, Energon <laughs> has just gotten weirder over time when it became blood. That That's, that's what uh, made the metaphor extra confusing. Yes. I'm going to pay you in, in, in my bodily fluids. I brought mason jars. <laughs> uh, you better hope it's blood. Yes. Anyway, so they immediately, luckily, once they get to Detroit, they immediately start firing on the one building that has a force field. I mean... And that is, of course, Sumdak yeah, Tower. Also... Isaac Sumdak was so nice to Megatron. Yeah, yeah I mean, but he, I mean, yeah, Megatron he, was like in a bad place when all that happened. He <laughs> he was not doing well personally, but Sumdak basically took him in and nursed him and made him better. <laughs> well, he and, also made his hand into furniture. Uh, well, yeah, but. <laughs> I mean, it was just there. Why not sit on it? It's just, it's a slightly nicer version of misery. He didn't break his legs, but he's still there nursing him back to health slowly, not really doing that fast. Admittedly, he can't because he doesn't have the right technology and leeching off of uh, what's good about Megatron. Uh, You better rewrite the ending of that book, Mr. Megatron. Yeah, rewrite the ending to this code so I can power my uh, sort of... ED-209 killbots. So they're firing on this. It's not taking down the forest field, and Lugnut just keeps talking about how awesome Megatron is. Of course he does. So Megatron's all, uh, can I just, since he's come, Megatron has come himself. Yes. And he's all, uh, can I, can I control these clones like myself yet? And Lugnut is just, you know, he's got a bunch of updates to do. He doesn't have uh, the security code. Yes, He's he find actually the has to do security patches. It's it's a very complicated system because Shockwave is hooking it up. He's hooked up Lugnut to Omega Supreme and then transmitting the information 
to the giant lug nuts on Earth. So there's probably a little bit of a lag. And Megatron is telling, Megatron is in the lead Lugnut Supreme telling Lugnut what to do. Why couldn't they hook up Lugnut in one of the Lugnut Supremes? I guess because then if that one gets disabled, then the others get disabled. I guess it, yeah, then why is Megatron there? Directly connected to one of them. Well, because Megatron, I mean, A, plot purposes, and B, Megatron, you know, he's, he likes to get his hands dirty. Yeah. Gotta be I in the middle of If stuff. he really wants to get his hands dirty, why isn't he just standing on top of the one of the lug nuts and flying around instead of sitting inside? Well, uh, because he likes to get his hands dirty, but he also likes to be comfortable. Yes, it's important uh, to have I a guess. nice chair. And not be a nice chair. I guess comfy chairs are important to Megatrons. Every Megatron should have a comfy yes. chair. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and meanwhile Shockwave is all, oh, update 17 of 232. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's got to restart three times. Uh... Oh, oh, tell me about it. I, I'm on a new computer that caused technical difficulties a few episodes ago when I accidentally deleted my audio files. Oops. But thankfully, I record backups and, and like three days worth of downloading updates. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Windows 10, you are crazy. Yeah, it's not great. Welcome, welcome and to I my house. I do not like the new Skype. No. New Skype bad. I, Skype is, I uh, have, and we are using it here, but it's a real pain in the ass. I have strong feelings about yeah, it. Yeah. Well, and now I'm agreeing with the feelings more because I was using an older version of Skype. At some point in the future, we'll change to something else. <laughs> so, <clears throat> Ratchet again is all gung-ho about using this hammer. What is it with this guy and using this hammer? He likes it. <laughs> he just likes hammers. Is um, this is this your thing, Ratchet? Like all those years of like bonking people's knees with little hammers? <laughs> Maybe. Oh no! It, uh, you must use the big hammer. <laughs> <sighs> so he's all okay. I'm gonna fly, and then Prowl says, "Hey, I also fly. I'm gonna come with you." And Sari's all, "Hey, I also also fly." And Prime says, "No," and she's all, "Hey, you know." You know, you're always telling me that it's too dangerous, and now I'm like this, this kick-ass tiny robot. And Prime's all, no, no, no. I was just gonna say that you know you you should like help protect like people. <laughs> you should go like check on your dad and stuff. Yeah, he. I, I've met your dad. He, he cannot survive on his own. <laughs> <laughs> he needs supervision. Uh, yeah. Like, you better make sure that he's, oh. like, eating and also, like, not building kill bots. Aww. Because <laughs> there was that time he hadn't been eating. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's all Speaking like, of kill bots. I love speaking of on. kill bots. Sadly, not, not like, well, like your chopping mall kill bots, but giant lug nut supreme kill bots. Oh, well, those yeah. are okay, oh. too. Yeah, he... Anyway, the, the kill bot, um, Prime says that, that, well, he doesn't think he's cut out for this because even with the hammer, because he got beat up by a fembot clone. Yes. Is this the first time they've said fembot? I think so. Yeah, uh, I think oh, this is um, the first time that's uh, on Transformers canon. Animated. Uh, there's a, I, in fact, it's the finale of Beast Wars when uh, um, Black Rackney needs like rat, like Rat Trap's tail to connect two things. Oh, and, and she calls oh, her oh, yeah. an emasculating fembot. I love right, that. she cuts off the yeah, end of it. And, and Rattrap probably said when he was talking about 
strippers taking off their chassis. He might use Fembot. But is the term Fembot loaded in Transformers? Is it? It's <laughs> a good question. How does it work? It, it's a good shorthand when you're talking about a female robot and you don't know the word gynoid, but <laughs> I mean, I, is I, it an insult? Is it a slur or? Wait, I, I, I thought a gynoid would be a, a male robot. No, no, no. No, but they're, they're, they're robots, but they're guys. They're gynoids. Guy, I, no, Rob. Is it taken for, no. It's, short for, it's guy android. I'm pretty Jim. sure that's how it is. <laughs> no. No, no Rob. G-Y-N-noid. Oh, a gynoid. <laughs> yes, a gynoid. Yes. Well, like a gyna, like, like a gynecologist. <laughs> no. No. Oh, none right. of this is right. It, oh, hungry. I need to go get some gyros. Android is the male version, gynoid is the female. Oh, okay. Yes. If you say so. The internet says so. And we all know that the internet knows. The internet is I mean, smart. It, the internet. I mean, still. if the internet knows one thing, it's probably way too much about lady robots. Yes, yeah. I think that's that's a fair <laughs> assessment. Yeah, I. So I'm 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 not sure what the deal with I I think the term originates in uh, was it um, the Bionic Woman? Huh. Uh, Maybe. Does it? Where they had the where they. Like, not in re- reference to the titular bionic woman, but there were, like, these, like, lady robots that had, like, faces that came off. That's scary. Oh. And I'm pretty sure they called those fembots. If not, it's from those Austin Powers movies. <laughs> no, it's definitely older than that. I vaguely recall that in, like, the 90s in the fandom, they just referred to them as fems. Yeah. Not, well, that's too generic. That With work. two M's yes. and an E. Anyway, so uh, Prime and uh, Prowl go uh, go on the attack. Megatron initially thinks, "Oh, hey, it's uh, it's Ultra Magnus. How how can it be?" But uh, oh, oh, it's you, <laughs> and he still can't remember his name. <laughs> Which is cute. Such a jerk about that. And and also before this, uh, everybody rolls out, and we get one last lo- loving look at all that stock footage. Oh, well, those are some footage. very it's... good transformation sequences. It's Ratchet, Bumblebee, and uh, Bulkhead who transform. We Bulkhead. don't get to see Jazz's, and yet Jazz is dead. No, I... Which oh. is no, and we don't get Sari's uh, roboting up stock animation. Yeah. But it's very nice. Although they use that one, they reuse that once, and it didn't quite work because it was like her. Like also aging up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird. It would be unfortunate if, like, every time she went robot, she like aged ten years. <laughs> and it was cute. So, like by the end of the season, it's just Tara Strong doing like an old lady voice. <laughs> well, she did it in the one episode where Black Arachne was sucking life out of people. So yeah, oh, yeah. that's fair. Which, oh, no, looking yeah. back, that was a weird episode. Like they were aging a little robot girl into an old woman. How did that work? I mean, it just aged the organic parts of her. Uh, okay, that works as a no prize. Magic. Oh, I've, I've been a robot fight like this since uh, since eighteen dickety two. <laughs> Not enough old lady transformers. Plenty of old man transformers. I don't think we've ever had an old it's lady true. transformer. Uh, not uh, unless the Mistress of Flame is really old. I mean, but she's not like. I mean, she's, she's not like, like a granny, you know, ancient and. Yeah, not like not no, like Cup is no. old. 
where he's all, oh, back in, back in my day, you wore an onion on your belt. <laughs> yeah. Not cranky old woman, no. Cause it was the, it was the style at the time. Oh, God. He's so old. I mean. <laughs> and he now was. dead. He was so what? old. Yeah. Oh. Spoilers. Uh, I guess you aren't cut up on, oh yeah, you weren't cut up on visionaries. Oh, no, I'm not reading visionaries. Maybe yeah, someday. He, uh, he, he bit the dust thanks to the Knights of the Mystical Light. Not very nice. Well, he's been jerks. dead before. It's not like that'll change him. <laughs> uh, shouldn't have let, shouldn't have, shouldn't have given all the time to write, read those little yeah. poems. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fun fact, those little poems all written by Bob Budiansky. <gasps> what? Huh. That's cool. Yeah, they're like in, 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 in uh, visionaries where they, they activate their powers by like reading little poems. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, all written by Bob Budiansky. Oh, that's cool. Nice work, Bob. Ah. He's, uh, that guy's everywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. he was in the mid 80s. Yes. Well, now he's in a bunch of Transformers documentaries. Yes. I mean, that's, oh, yeah, you I can really pretty much that. just have that. Well, they, they haven't released that, uh, that, the toys that made us or whatever on Netflix. They haven't released the Transformers episode yet, but it's coming. Oh, they're doing, a, oh, they're doing a piecemeal. I did not know that. I, I figured like everything else Netflix, it was all already out. Now, for some reason, they did four batches, or they did a batch of four, and then they're doing a second batch of four, and that one's going to have Transformers. Aha. Dear Netflix, do that with more shows. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to have people spoiling the end of Stranger Things to me when it's been out for eight hours. Yeah, that's that's probably the yeah, down, I, the big downside of yeah, especially all if it's like that. an hour long episode. Like Stranger Things should come out in like two chunks a week apart or something. Or, a month apart might be better, but that may be too far. But, like, spread it out a little. I'm, just a little bit. I'm still finishing Punisher. I haven't even got... I'm still finishing Daredevil Season 2. Okay, that's... Good lord. And just skip all the ninja stuff. I, well, th- well, then that's, like, that, the entirety of well, that second th- yeah. season, plus all the Defenders and also a lot of Iron Fist. Yeah. I might be entirely skipping Iron Fist. <laughs> I it has its moments. I like Colleen. Yeah. I might come back to it after watching the whole Defenders, maybe. Anyway, so uh yeah, the Autobots uh fight these Lugnut Supremes to very little effect. Prime is not quite he hasn't quite figured out how to use the Magnus Hammer. He's summoning all kinds of weather and then missing. Yeah, he's not really his heart's not in it just yet. Yeah. How do you miss with lightning? Like, does the hammer have its mind, a mind of its own, or does lightning not be attracted to metal in this universe? Maybe it's miss- like Mjolnir. I mean, Maybe you gotta, like, be worthy. And you can wield it, but you just can't wield it well. Yeah, well, yeah, well spoilers, Mjolnir isn't the power. Well, okay, but still, the example, I stand by it. But he does eventually uh, summon a tornado, which does smack the Lugnots into Dinobot Island. Yay! But sadly, no Dinobots in this Yeah, episode. I figured that yeah, this was going to be... Again, we go to Dinobot Island, and there's nothing. The, the chance to check in on the Dinobots, like we did at the end of the previous season. That's, that's yeah. like a Marvel comic where you go to the Savage Land, but you don't find any dinosaurs. Yeah, why? Yeah. Why are you even there? Like, you might as well be crashing into Zug Island. Oh, uh, they should have just crashed into Zug Island. Or, I don't know, Sarnia, Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> you 
No, I mean, if they did that, then they would immediately explode and the entire state of Michigan would be obliterated because <laughs> Sarnia is like 100% chemical factories. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, th- this actually busted up. Uh, this does end up totally disabling one of the lug nuts, and then the other two can't fly no more. Well, they were built really quickly with shoddy parts, you know. Yeah, I mean, those are second-hand parts. It's like, you know, the the, the VINs were scratched off. <laughs> uh, I couldn't find the blue book on it at all. <laughs> you, you, you got sold a real trio of lemons here, Megatron. Yeah. Anyway, so the one he's in is just too is just immobile. So he gets out of there. We get some stock footage. Yay! Yay! And this time he really time. is going to get his hands dirty. <laughs> so meanwhile, everybody else has decided uh, we're going to the moon. Yay! Time for we're the moon. Out. We're at yeah, we're at Sumdak Tower. We get a little a uh, little goodbye from Isaac for from sorry to Isaac Sumdak. Says you know everything's going to be okay. Um, also, I'm going to be gone for a while, so eat. <laughs> I'm going to the moon. Yep. One day flowers will grow there, but first I gotta go there. I will go to the moon. Uh, what song reference is this? Is this Rush? No, it's from like the 50s. Oh. It's like, it's like, a, like a novelty song. I thought it was They Not Might Be Giants. Moon. It might be. I, mean, I think they might have covered That may be the case. <laughs> Anyway, so they get to the moon, uh, and Sari is kind of all, hell, wow, the moon. Ooh, That's crazy. It's a moon. Well, they get to the moon after Starscream has oh, pieced yeah. himself back together. Starscream has just finished waspinating himself together. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he literally and he is some... flies off to Earth right as their portal shows up. Yes. And I, luckily, he's still, like, space-worthy. He's, I mean, he's well, he definitely, he's, like, all it. zombie-y now, though. It's it's pretty uh, messed up. Yeah, he's got lots of cracks and things. Hey, yeah, they're consistent about, I, I think they're consistent about all the damage on him, like his right shoulder's damage, he's got cracks on his face. Uh, he is messed up. Yeah, so Omega Supreme is just standing around, and also standing around uh, RC. <laughs> and she is back in first day of school mode. Aww. Uh, and uh, and as our late friend Admiral Akbar would say, it's a trap. <gasps> dun dun dun! It's shockwave. He's just out of the shadows, just his cannon. Hmm. It was it was very well. So directed. Bumblebee and Bulkhead f- uh, fight him, which is thematically appropriate since they yeah. all went to school together. Yes. <laughs> yes. And Ratchet and Sari hustle RC into Omega Supreme. I, too, want to beat up on the people I went to school with. Hmm. So, yeah, they, you know, they get, uh, there's a pretty good fight here. Uh, Bulkhead is the guy who ends up tackling Shockwave, knocks his cannon off, and then he he turns into, hey, you guys wouldn't hit me, your old foul purple long arm. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't he actually a gray long arm? Doesn't he change color? No, he's... No, he's purple. Um, he's gray when he uh, talks to RC in the prior episode. Oh, not this. But time. in this episode, he just turns into uh, purple. Yeah, in fact, I've got, I'm pretty sure he is purple in this because I guess the toy does that. Yeah. Oh, this well, is the one yeah, time. The one time you see purple arm, <laughs> purple long arm. Well, I mean, the the toy does it, so you might as well. Yeah. And the question yeah. is, would would it have worked if he had changed color? 
No, because he did it right in front of them. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's gotta be like a reflexive survival instinct there, because I can't imagine him actually thinking that's going to work. I mean, it's like, you, you know, you're you're busted up, these guys are about to beat you up, you got one card to play, it's not a good card. But it's, <laughs> it's the only card you got left. It's what we call in football a Hail Mary. Well, he's kind of trying to use it as a distraction to reach for his gun, and yes, of course they don't then, fall for it. No, I mean, uh, Lockdown just smashes his gun. Oh, or, uh, Bulkhead just bulkhead. smashes his gun. Yes. You forget who the characters are. We're on the last episode. I I know we uh, have to get ready for Prime at some point soon, but jeez, uh, I I I've got locked down on the brain. I caught like ten minutes of Age of Extinction on TV last night. <laughs> oh. That'll do it. So I'm just thinking about end. lockdown and, uh, at the end. Yeah, so I'm just thinking about lockdown and Stanley Tucci. <laughs> <laughs> I too am often just sitting there thinking about lockdown and Stanley Tucci. Who will Stanley Tucci play in the next Transformers movie? I mean, he should just be in every Transformers movie, just uncredited, just playing a random historical character. Yes. I, I agree. Well, yeah, because they've, they've had the consistency of historical figures. They're going to have to have one in the next movie. Uh, maybe some French Australia or famous Australian person? Uh, the guy who um, built a suit of armor? And was a cattle um, wrestler? Stanley Tucci is Ned Kelly. Yeah. A, a character, a, making him probably the only character who's ever been played by, um, Mick Jagger, Heath Ledger, and Stanley Tucci. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why? I didn't know there were movies about Ned Kelly. Oh. There are like multiple movies about Ned Kelly. One with Mick Jagger and one with, uh, a very young Heath Ledger. Mm-hmm. So- Never played by an Australian. That's weird. Oh. Anyway. Uh, no, I'm pretty... Wait, isn't Heath Ledger Australian? Wasn't Heath Ledger Australian? I thought he was... No, I, I, I think he was... Think like he's... Canadian or British. Or American, not Australian. I think he was Australian. Was? Okay. Whatever. But I could be wrong. I don't know from I'm actors. probably thinking of Hugh Jackman. Heath Ledger, Australian. Okie dokie. Born in Perth, Australia. Uh, okay. But what about Hugh Anyway, Jackman? uh, robots. Not a, not actually Canadian. I think the only time Wolverine has ever been played by an actual Canadian is on the... Oh, wait, no, a couple of times. I was going to say mean? the uh, 90s cartoon, probably, because... 90s cartoon, but wasn't he Scott McNeil on X-Men Evolution? Yeah, and Scott McNeil is actually Australian. Oh, oh, you're right, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> yes, Scott may have lived in Australia most of his life, but he was born in Australia. He lived in Canada. Uh, he's, he's partly Canadian. That's close enough. We, we claim him, just as I claim your son. <laughs> Wolverine, never Canadian. That would be nice if, for Marvel when you get X-Men back eventually, which is going to happen. Cast a Canadian, a short Canadian, as Wolverine. Please. Yes. None of, this, for that Danny. none of this six-foot-tall uh, bullshit anymore. Uh, Get, get me, give me Danny DeVito or give me death. <laughs> DeVito's too old at this point. If they'd done it ten years ago, it would have worked. Oh man, Danny DeVito is old man Logan. Ooh. Ooh. They've already ruined it by not casting Danny DeVito as Detective Pikachu. <laughs> well, actually, you know what? Um, uh, Chris Claremont in the 80s, he wanted Bob Hoskins to play Wolverine. Yeah, I could see that. I can kind of see that. He, he's, he's a 
the right build. Maybe a little too British. Can you imagine Bob Hoskins with Wolverine hair, though? Ah, yes. That'd be amazing, though. Imagining him with any hair is always weird. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm the best there is at what I do, Bob. <laughs> anyway, so while this is going on, Ratchet and Sari are trying to fix RC, and maybe it looks like it's going to work. It's not going to work. Maybe it's going to work. But, but no, shortly enough, it does <gasps> dun, work. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. And then she's got the codes, and uh, right, we'll just cover all this stuff as it happens here, since we're just cutting between this and the fight on Earth. Yeah. yeah. Which is just a lot of, like, Prime versus Megatron, and Prime is once again... And the Magnus Mjolnir not working... And it's it's kind of like that episode of The Simpsons where Mr. Burns can't remember Homer Simpson's name. <laughs> yes. Optimus Prime! Optimus Prime! And he sends him a box of chocolates. <laughs> Which, like, that's been an entire series running thing that Megatron can't remember Prime's name. So it's pretty clear that I they I think knew... it's more that he won't because he's... Well, he won't, At this yeah. point, he's being a it's jerk about him. it. But... But it's clear they knew this was going to be the last season because he actually does finally remember it in this episode. Yes. Yeah. So indeed, they do uh, bring back uh, RC's memory, and she's all, "Oh, hey, uh, did you did you save me from Lugnut, or like, uh, did you save me from lockdown?" And we'll get to that. <laughs> Later, we, ha- we have pressing issues. Spoiler. No! <laughs> yeah, spoiler, uh, no. Also, I'm just realizing this. Sorry, RC. Uh-huh. Is that a connection? Kinda? It's Maybe? Vague, who knows? I mean, I mean, her entire backstory is vague. Yeah. Yeah. Because indeed, they go into Omega, they get into Omega Supreme, and Sari sees the protoforms, and he's all, hey, uh, I came from here. I was one of those. Yeah. And maybe. just as you think we're maybe gonna get an answer about how she ended up in Isaac Sumdak's, uh, building, yeah. uh, no. That's the last- We need another episode. Episode, I don't, I'm not even sure, I'm not sure if this was a thing that they ever planned on resolving. It was like Fox Mulder's sister. Yeah. I, I think somebody said they had an idea what her origin was. I don't know if they ever planned on doing it. Mm. Ah. But yay, RC's anyway, so, not, uh, so- not a walking coma patient anymore, which is creepy and weird, and I don't know what to say about it. <laughs> yes. So they, uh, they, they turn, so Ratchet uses his magnets to like zip RC up to Omega's face. She turns the, she, uh, puts in the code and Omega Serene wakes up and then just ejects Lugnut out of his thigh. <laughs> <laughs> angrily. I, I would, yes. I would say it could be described as angrily doing that. Yes. So, back on Earth, we're still fighting Megatron. The uh, Lugnuts are still uh, trashing stuff. Yeah, Megatron refers to them as his weapons of mass destruction. Yes. Reminding you that it was 2009. Yeah. That was very politically appropriate. Timely. 
and uh Primus decided, hey, I need ninja power. <laughs> I need some ninjas <laughs> to help with this. Said no one ever except, I guess, now, says Prime. Yep, so Prowl, Jazz, try and come up with some ninja thing. So he says, hey, you know, the only thing that can save the city now is uh, the Allspark. And, you know, it's in bits everywhere. So remember that thing from the last episode where they were all, like, bringing frag- fragments together with the Force slash processor over matter? Uh, now they're going to do that. Yep. And indeed, they start doing it. Or as as yeah. my notes here say, effing ninja bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid ninjas. So anyway, Lugnut's gone, the, the clones turn off, and then turn on again, uh, with Starscream. Yes, and his, Yay. their heads change, and then they've got Starscream faces. Yep. Yeah, we're going back to that again. Starscream has combined multiple versions of plans he's had in the past. Like, when he, the, the time he actually did take over Omega Supreme for Megatron. And he's putting and- bombs in clones plan. Yes. Yes. So yeah, these are now f- full of giant bombs. They're just going to blow up everything within a hundred mile radius. You know... Yes, Starscream has actually I mean, that... learned. He's had a character arc. And that's bad because that definitely includes my house. <laughs> it, oh. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I, I forgot to mention a, well, I guess it's a gag. When the Omegas or Lugnut Supremes were walking across the, from Dinobot Island to Detroit, I was thinking, hey, it's like Pacific Rim, or what would you call the Great Lakes Rim? <laughs> what lake is it? Erie Rim? Yes. Uh, yeah, Ontario Rim. <laughs> Ontario Rim. Yeah. Doesn't quite have the same ring to it. Yeah, that's also my special move. <laughs> Ew. And also, uh, what is this? Uh, 20, is it 2050? This, uh, this is supposed uh, to take place in? I think we figured out something like that. 2050, 2060. So I, the point is, I will still be alive, so I would rather this not explode my house. I mean, I guess. Uh, I mean, you guys are Yeah. Fine, but, uh, bad, oh, bad luck for Cleveland. Yeah. It's, uh, it's just in there. Cleveland, Lansing, Flint. Oh, Flint, uh, you know, that, them exploding might be a blessing. Uh, and the majority of London, Ontario. Oh. At the very least, it's getting hit with people. <laughs> oh, well. No, that would be sad. Just, just, just bunch, just chunks of the Renaissance Center raining down on it. <laughs> that sounds beautiful and horrible. <laughs> so, uh, Megatron's all, well, I'm definitely going to die. I'm just gonna murder you first. I mean, Optimus that's Prime. fair goals. And he says Optimus Prime. Because yes, he wants Yay, it to know. He Finally he remembers him. Finally Optimus has made an impact now that on we're him. All about to be mur- now that we're all about to explode. Yes. Uh deck Tower, the shield is down. Uh some Isaac Sumdeck and one last appearance in has to uh, get to the bomb shelter. And uh so they just start pulling these fragments in from everywhere. They come out of the lake, they come out of the ground, and Starscream gets there. And it starts pulling in hit the Allspark fragment that is in his head and keeping him alive. Yeah, speaking of last moments for Tom Kenny voiced characters. Oh, it just 
it just yanks his soul yeah. out, and then his yeah. gray corpse just falls to and the earth. And it takes a minute too, and mm. the others, and he's shooting at them. He's shooting at the ninjas, trying to get them to stop. Like he's very distressed, and you know, yeah. for a good reason. It's not great. It's not great. Man, this is like number two as far as hideous Starscream death scenes yeah. go. Uh, I. It's hard. Well, there's also movie Starscream that has kind of a nasty end, but it's oh right, really he's got quick. like Shia LaBeouf pulling his eyeball yeah. out. Yeah, it's, that might Man. be the most disgusting. And then his head explodes. But it's also really quick and over with. Th- this I mean, one he's is got like Shia LaBeouf dangling from his eyeball for a long time, and he's just ah oh, god. I mean, Michael Bay does have a yeah, terrible sense of pacing, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, it's it's a movie Transformers, so there are all sorts of fluids coming out of him. Yeah, so, so that one's the grossest, but it doesn't have the mo- most impact. Th- this one is not gross. It's it's just sort of simple and sad in a way. It's, it's sort of to, unsettling. Yeah, yeah. as opposed to the original movie is awesome and horrible. <laughs> it just vaporized in one of the best animals. Also, he did co- get to come back as a ghost a couple of times, whereas yeah. uh, this show is over. Starscream's dead. Yeah, that's yeah. that's rough, man. That's rough. He's come back from dead before. Yeah, no, not on this. This show's over, though. This show's not coming back from the dead, and neither is he. Yeah. Well, he, he came back from the dead before with the Allspark Fragment. So possibly another one could wake him back up. But yeah, as far as we're concerned, I suppose. But now they're all in this big chunk, and even you know, there's this. Even with this big thing, they you know they they don't have enough fragments, and hopefully, didn't pull out the one that's like in Rekgar. Yeah, well, yeah, no, I Ah, there wasn't there their plan to make a scene. They just didn't have time to show Rekgar and at least one of the Constructicons. I think still alive. Because they say oh, they good. don't have all of them, so right. presumably all the other brought-to-life guys who just weren't in close enough range are fine. Like Slipstream, the Constructicons, Dino... Or, no, the Dinobots weren't shards. No, they weren't. Weird. I think it's just the Constructicons, um, Rekgar, and... That might be it. Yeah. Possibly... No, I don't think... I mean, Soundwave was... No, Soundwave was pre-Allspark uh, Fragments. Yeah. So yeah, this is uh but you know, there's there's still not enough power in this. So oh, Prowl, he's got a plan. He's gonna uh use his own he's gonna he's gonna Luke Skywalker Don't himself. Do here. it. Okay, he's gonna do it. Uh wait, is you know, this before or after Omega shows up? This is right around the same time I think that Omega shows up. Because Omega shows up and, yay, we get giant robot-on-robot fighting. Go, go, Omega Rangers. Oh, yeah. This is uh, is a real kaiju fight. Yeah. It's pretty great. So, eventually, and they do, uh, so Omega does, he beats one of the lug nuts. Which, wait, I got a question. How wide are the streets in Detroit? Is it wide enough for a giant robot to stand there? No. 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 Oh, so, so pretty much like uh, any tokusatsu kaiju thingy, like the streets are magically wide enough for giant, multiple, like hundred meter tall things to walk down them without crushing everything. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean, these things are the size of some deck tower, and that's the biggest, and that's clearly bigger than any existing building in Detroit. 
Yeah, well, they're not like they, they are probably like the size of the Empire State Building, maybe. I don't know. Omega Supreme scale is hard to judge when we're seeing like Transformers interact with him. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm sure it's not consistent. Like standing on his knee, but Lugnut gets chucked out, and he's not. No, it's not because Lugnut like gets chucked out of the back of his like calf, and and that's like the hole is like well, if it was on a person, it'd be like four inches big. Yeah. So we get we get it we get a little smile from Prowl, and we can't deal with it. It is it's a very nicely animated little moment. He creates like a field of energy around the last clone. Prime and Megatron are in there, and Megatron's like, "Well, you know this sucks, but you're gonna die too." So ha ha, whelp. But then Ghost Prowl. Yep, he has a Force Ghost. Pulls. This is just Jedi. <laughs> yes. Straight up the force. So he pulls him out of there, and Megatron is super pissed off, and then everything just explodes in this Oops. thing. So Prime wakes up, everybody's okay, but then here comes Jazz, and for once, he gets to carry somebody else's corpse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor Jazz, you have to carry Prowl's gray body. It's like, more dead characters, and it's... I'd forgotten oh, how many characters we liked end up dead in this nice adorable brightly colored cartoon for children yeah very friendly show are are these although are these the only like on-screen deaths of of recurring characters that we get yeah i think so um and we get a couple guys in this show or any transformers i mean obviously this show i mean obviously in transformers you have guys dying left and right Well, Optimus died in, like, the second episode, but he got better. He came back, that doesn't count. Yokeitron died. Starscream died, died, he got better. Um, Yokeitron, yeah. But he wasn't an ongoing character. No. No, no. I think this is the first time we've had, like, recurring characters get killed off. And they die. Yeah. I mean, it it really um, felt kind of like... I do kind of wonder if, like, they did that because they knew it wasn't getting another season, so they were like, eh, we'll just kill some people off. Yeah, let's let's go out Beast Wars well, I mean, style. I guess the plan was that uh, Jazz would become part of the the main cast. Yeah. I kill him all, let him has, let Hasbro sort him yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that old thing. They didn't oh, quite go that of... far, but, um, oh wait, didn't, didn't oh, no. Starscream die in Armada? Well, yeah, and yes, then he's he a ghost. But he came back in Energon, but it's different. And then he, I think he died at the end of Energon, they came back in Cybertron. Yes. Well, Cybertron is sort of unrelated. Sort of yes, sort of no. Kind of one of those things anyway, where so... Starscream just dies a lot. It's just a thing yeah. that happens. I'm, I'm just thinking of, uh, of poor bisected Jazz being carried around at the end of that first Transformers oh, movie. Yeah, that makes me so mad. Ah, Jazz. Oh, well. Yeah. For Transformers movies, I still kind of like that one, but yeah, the Jazz at the end is just handled very weird. I mean, I think Jazz gets mourned the most of any on-screen robot who dies. This is true, he gets mourned at all, but it still feels I mean, we weird. get an ah, Jazz. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, he's not in the next scene. And then it's like, like I mean, oh, well. Drop parts of him. I mean, you're not just going to carry him around all the time. He's heavy and probably leaking. <laughs> 
make a grave. It's like, gross. Show him being gently set down and people mourning, or robots mourning around him. Like, I gotta put this somewhere. <laughs> My arms are getting tired. <laughs> uh, Ratchet, have to carry this. You'll be dead in a few movies, too. Oh. Just me and Bumblebee. Yep. Nobody else matters. God damn it. <laughs> We're the most marketable ones. That's right. We haven't even used Prowl in these movies yet. Man. Not yet. He'll be a higher than die next movie, maybe. <laughs> they, one uh, after that. Ironhide got to that. do, uh, or not Ironhide, uh, Hound got to be in two movies. And he's still alive. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Hound. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised by that. I guess because it's John Goodman. Well, I mean, actually, like, none you... of the guys from Age of Extinction get killed. Uh, Crosshairs, Drift, and I- and Hound are still in that fifth movie. Hmm. Yeah, not dead yet. They're they're just going to be cannon fodder. <laughs> just give <laughs> another Crosshair. movie. Crosshairs is the weird. Anyway, so yeah, uh, Prowl is now one with the Force. He merged his spark with the All Spark to give it enough energy to blow up or to to contain this explosion. And then Megatron is inexplicably still alive. It's I mean, Megatron. He's all beaten up, but yeah. But that was supposed to take out a hundred miles in every he's direction. A tough guy. He's a Megatron. That's he a titch implausible. <laughs> <laughs> he's just that powerful. He, he lost more bits of his armor, and uh, is he missing his left arm? I think he's I missing think. an arm, and then yeah. Uh, Ratchet tosses the uh, the Magnus Hammer to Optimus, and Prime just beats the crap out of him. Yes. No. And we get the all, oh no, all right, do it, kill me. And instead he just smashes the fusion cannon and says, yeah, no, no, that's, that's, that's the easy way out, and you don't deserve that, so you're under arrest. Meow. <laughs> I had to, I had to do it. <laughs> I couldn't stop myself. And so we are back on Cybertron to a cheering crowd. Yay! Cameos. And we got even more cameos here. We got uh we got Hubcap. We got Die Atlas. Yes. We got Yay. we got Sky Gary. <laughs> I'm pretty Sky sure Gary. I saw like a um powered convoy colored Ultra Magnus. Ooh. Probably. I mean, there are a lot There's of a like, lot of weirdos in the crowd. Uh, well, I, um, was it which one is it? Sky Gary or uh, one? Yeah, Sky Gary's kind of looks like those colors. Oh yeah, I probably saw Sky Gary. Wait, Die Atlas was in there. And yeah, everybody's happy to see them except for Sentinel, who is not happy. Yeah, no. he, no. he is not happy that these and, guys are back being big damn heroes. Yep, we got. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the protoforms back. We got Megatron, Lugnut, and Shockwave in chains. We got Omega Supreme, who's back. Yay! And also... Transforms everyone, cheers! And also Prime has has the hammer, and he's just got the uh, the Allspark in like a Matrix-shaped container hanging around his neck like he's Flavor Flav. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, chaining it around his neck seems a little ostentatious for Prime, but... Uh, or Optimus, but... I mean, that's from Transformers the movie when Galvatron. Yeah, has I know. I know you're gonna do it because it's a real good shorthand of we have like 30 seconds to have this ending. Mm-hmm. Here's the Matrix. And that's just the end of the show. Yeah. It's 
a bit of an abrupt ending. I I wanted at least like Sentinel to have a line. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or a little bit more of an epilogue. Something. Another after, season. Like, maybe they bring out like Ultra Magnus in a wheelchair or something. Um, yeah. How do you do? A little bit more. Like, I wish they had like. One of my favorite things in anime is, like, when the last episode doesn't have the intro animation. It may have the song, but you don't see that, so they can actually have more episode in the episode. I kind of wish this one had done You know that. what's the best is what they had for the last season ending credits. Hmm? Where it was just Megatron and Starscream's head. Oh, yeah. Yes. Something like Having that. a whole conversation over the ending credits. That was great. And I mean, and this doesn't really like set us up like how stuff, and I'll cite the recently ended, um, Robots in Disguise, mm-hmm. uh-huh. which definitely takes some time out at the end of the show to tell you like, you know, you know, these characters, you know, we're going to run Cybertron and then you guys are going to go back to Earth and do whatever. And, you know, just sort of tells us where the characters are going. Now I'm just what- thinking about Digimon Adventure 2's epilogue. Which was a thing that lots of people had feelings about. All, all I know about that is that Digimon, Digital Monsters, uh, Digimon are the champions. I prefer Tamers. It was basically like the Harry Potter epilogue. Oh man, where everybody's like 20 years older and they've, their kids have dumb names. It tells you all about, like, how people became adults and stuff and it's, very comprehensive. Uh, wasn't that undone by the recent I mean, I'm, sequel I'm not saying series? Any... Sorry? I oh. don't know if any of it... I don't know if there is any conflict there. I oh. need to watch those because I I care about Digimon. <laughs> so, I yeah, I wanted a little more here. I mean, I know yeah. that certainly space was tight. And they like, had to fit in all that. This feels like it should be a three-parter. Like, they could have had the Dinobots in, they could have had an epilogue if they'd had another episode in the middle. Yeah, like, I don't, like, you know, what's, what's, is Sari gonna stay on Cybertron now? Is she going back to Earth? Um, maybe, you know, gets, I would have liked some Captain Vanzone in here. Yeah. Something more in Detroit. Maybe they leave like, what, Earth what's... and Captain Fanzone is, like, good. Maybe that mayor who never said anything finally has a line and it's like a funny <laughs> voice or something. That'd be good. <laughs> See what's going on with Warner C. Powell before we close out. You know, or various ma- other characters who just disappeared. Yeah, even we, you know, we just get uh, like an ending scene of like sorry fighting crime in Detroit and it's like, you know, the angry archer or something. Aww. That'd be cute. You you already had Jeff Bennett doing Prowl. Yeah. Nice little comedy scene of uh, Swindle showing up as the Omega whatever it is is exploding inside the ball. It's like, oh, I guess Megatron's not going to be paying me, and he just zips back out. uh, Or maybe he's like trying to steal (laughs) one of the two Lugnut Supremes that got broken first. Oh, yeah, that'd be (gasps) fun. Something. I just, I just needed a little more. Yeah. Just more of an ending. Yeah. I'm with you on I that. I mean, this feels like more of the season is over, but the show is not entirely. I mean, and that was kind of the plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, uh, there are definitely some dangling plot points. Mm. 
Oh, and in fact, apparently Slipstream was originally intended to be in this episode, uh, resurrecting Starscream after the Autobots left. Aha! Why why the hell would she do that? That's a good question. Unless she's just going to torture him. She's just Sundere. (laughs) It's not like I came here to resurrect you, Baka. (laughs) So, yeah, I, uh... I mean, it, you know, the, the finale is fine. I, I did want a little more, but I, uh, I would have preferred, you know, I would have been nice to have, to have more, but this, this is, this yeah. is fine. Yeah. There's some I mean, good it's... action. Yeah. Um, we, we get a couple of exciting deaths. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it's just that those are always nice. This show of, Transformer series that we've talked about. I don't know how I'm going to feel about the future ones. Like, this show feels like it deserves another season. Like, there's more potential to do things in this world. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with it ending here. I like, I don't know if I need an entire full season, but I I just wanted a little more. Yeah, like, like okay. uh, the equivalent yeah. of the Predacons rising for this, just like a little three-parter or something. Yeah, pre- it's not, you know, it's Ooh. not like Predacons Rising. I, I, I'm i a big fan of the movie wrap-up. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, that is Transformers Animated. We will talk uh, more about the ending of the show, the what could have happened in a potential season four, and uh, the various comic tie-ins. All the assorted ephemera. Yes. Yeah, there's, and the, the almanac might probably come up. Oh yeah, the almanac. We'll talk about the almanac. And the uh, great yeah, and so horrible almanac. The, the great. <laughs> well, not really horrible. It's just great and great. terrible. Oh, that was <laughs> yeah. I think that's fair. The great and terrible Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Put a lot of good things in there. Put oh sure, maybe too much in there. Ah, <laughs> uh, so. Uh, of course, until next time, you can find us all over the internet. We are on Tumblr, we're on Twitter, and we're on Facebook. And podcast is hosted by IaconUnderground.net, where we have a Patreon set up to help with hosting and other production costs. Uh, that is at patreon.com slash IaconUnderground. And uh, you can... Uh, Blur. If you want to hear, if you want us to hear from you, then write into the old Maxim mailbag at stasispodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to know how you felt about the ending of Animated. And it's, uh, it's complicated afterlife, which we will get into next week. So please join us for that. Uh, coming up next, we've got the uh, our traditional inter interseason episode, which remains a mystery even to us. And uh, <laughs> then we'll figure it out. And then it's on a Transformers Prime. <sighs> Guys, I like Transformers Prime. Oh, it's 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 exciting. It's like I mean, I haven't watched it in a while. It'll be like stepping it onto uh, like a, a fresh, uh, freshly fallen snow. Mm. <laughs> Okay, but I, I wish, I wish po- podcasts were able to um, transmit eyebrow raises. <laughs> I'm from Canada. All of my metaphors involve snow. That's fair, especially this time of year. Oh, no, no, that's that's not what I was making a reference to about Prime. Oh, <laughs> I'm confused now.
the Rock. Oh, oh, yes. It's a wrestling thing. Sorry. Right. Oh no, I thought you were like it was like a dubious eyebrow, not the people's eyebrow. Yes, the people's <laughs> eyebrow. So, so until next time, jabronis. I'm Rob. I'm Jen. Uh, wrestling jokes remind me. I wish we could have finished with with Alex. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, uh, I mean, this, you know, this whole thing really goes out to him and. Yeah. You know, this, uh, it is a podcast. We like, we like, uh, you know, letting every, you know, sharing our discussions with everybody. But, uh, you know, what I really liked about it was, uh, you know, it was a chance to, uh, to get together with you guys, uh, every couple of, couple of weeks and, uh, just talk. Yeah. Yeah. Like getting, getting to be social and. Sadly, I'm the kind of person who has to have an enforced schedule to do that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's, yeah. it's good. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a real shame that, uh, they left us before, uh, uh, before he should have. And, uh, you know, that we, uh, we'll get a chance to talk to him again. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Sorry to turn this into a downer. That's okay. I'm David, and uh, I so guess that's season's over. Good night. Yeah. <laughs> Good night. Oh. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely have to bring us up next time with uh, qu- asking whether you you can smell what the Rob is cooking. <laughs> God damn it. Oh. No. Oh, oh, the potential. F- that's... I mean, I miss my Alex pretty much almost every day, but... The, the the inability to make rock wrestling jokes we get to prime that's that's gonna be a problem uh, and he well I, at least it's only the one episode i'll i'll have to make as many wrestling jokes as i can yes. and and when and when you know one of us made a wrestling joke and he laughed because not probably probably not because it was funny but because he was just kind of <laughs> surprised that we made a wrestling joke because it was a wrestling joke yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, well, I guess I'll have to make mostly references to old '80s wrestlers. I was ready to do that. Oh well. Yeah. All right, I will cut off the recording and. Yeah. Uh, yep.